More than £250 million worth of drugs was burnt in Myanmar, formerly Burma, to mark the UN's World Anti-Drugs Day. Police officers wearing gloves and face masks set fire to neatly stacked bags of pills and powders under a sign that announced destruction ceremony of seized narcotics. It was designed to send a message, but Myanmar remains among the world's largest producers of opium. Much of the heroin ends up in China, but demand is growing at home. In the northern Kachin state, among many of the country's jade mines, there's talk of an epidemic. But as Nicola Kelly found, some community leaders are fighting back. You have to be very brave, Mrs Media, Kiang Boom warns me, tucking a whip beneath his leather belt, a sinister glint in his eye. Sometimes drug users react violently. Some are even armed. You will have to be very quick on your feet. I nod slowly as he turns on his heel and swaggers towards a derelict church behind us. There, his loyal followers are singing Kumbaya angelically while brandishing wooden batons and buttoning up their military fatigues. The first cockerel has just crowed when I join Pat Jassan, a vigilante squad, as they prepare for Operation Black Cat, a large-scale drug raid in an area of northern Myanmar notorious for heroin and methamphetamines. The group's mission is to contain the spread of a devastating drug epidemic, which it claims is now affecting at least one member of every household. I'm not a policeman, a military officer or working for the government, Kiang Boom explains. I'm an ordinary man. We rose up from the grassroots level to help save the lives of our Kachin people. A crackle spurts from his walkie-talkie and the gang jump into gear and into the back of their allotted pickup truck. There's an air of trepidation and exhilaration. After a lengthy bump past lush paddy fields, we arrive at a clearing in the forest and make a sudden skidding stop. It's silent save for a stray dog with a mangled ear and a modest bamboo hut with a corrugated iron roof. Brow-furrowed, Kiang Boom meticulously searches inside, sifting through plastic bags of flour while his team hack at the undergrowth outside. A woman is found and brought before him. She flatly refuses to cooperate. Mattresses are thrown out of windows, mosquito nets ripped down. Nothing. Then, a breakthrough. A man wearing a tattered white vest bursts out of the house and makes a desperate scramble over the roof. Someone grabs his leg and he's yanked to the ground. Packets of white powder and pink pills spill out of the bags he's clutching. Aha! Heroin and methamphetamines. In the lucrative jade mines around here, where most of the population eke out a living, a hit of heroin costs the same as a bottle of water. Northern Myanmar boasts the most valuable jade reserves in the world, but the huge profits from the precious stones will never reach the miners. Instead, the business and military elite who control the jade sites will reap the benefit. After spending days on the trail of drug dealers and users, arriving at the mansion of jade mine tycoon Yup So Khan is a jarring experience. I'm ushered inside his opulent reception room to sit between a pair of elephant tusks the same height as I am. 
Following a lengthy breakfast, he shuffles in, dogs yapping at his feet, pats down the creases in his chinos and takes a seat at the head of the table. So, how's business, I ask? Not good, he tells me. The Chinese traders are coming straight into my patch and buying up the best quality jade. And the rains! When will they stop? I've also heard that drugs are being used as a currency on the jade sites I nudge. Yes, some mine owners are paying their workers in heroin, he admits. You may know people are using drugs, but you can't tell them to stop. That would be like saying, stop working. The next day, I meet one of Yupsokon's miners at a rehab centre run by Pat Jasan. Muang Mai is a warm, affable guy, and despite being in the early stages of withdrawal following a decade of daily heroin injections, he laughs easily, a sparkle in his eyes. Yupso Khan is a godfather to the Kachin people, he tells me faithfully, a very generous leader. For Muang Mai, the problem isn't in the jade mines, it's in rehab. Pachasans say they treat us with Bible readings here, but in reality, this is not their only method, he confides discreetly. They trap us here. When I tried to escape, I was locked up in a cage overnight and forced to do 200 sit-ups. This is what life is like for thousands of jade miners in northern Myanmar. A vicious cycle, scavenging for stones, being given drugs as payment, addiction, forced into rehab and then back to the jade mines once again. I ask Muang Mai if he hopes to break that cycle when he gets clean. If I can get a contract, I'll go back to mining jade. I'm the main breadwinner for my family. But I've decided I definitely won't use drugs again. Let's hope this time that's true. Nicola Kelly, 